So first step, we need to cut our DNA. Step one, cut, which is going to be DNA restriction enzymes. It turns out, quite remarkably, that if I have a sequence of DNA, five prime, a, G, C, T, A, G, A, A, T, T, C, T, T, A, C, C, three prime, and we'll come backwards, filling in the sequence. It turns out that molecular biologists are so cool that they invented a protein that is able to recognize that six-letter sequence, G-A-A-T-T-C. And it is able, actually, it's G-A-A-T-T-C on this strand, but what is it coming back? It's G-A-A-T-T-C, it's the same thing. So actually, this is a palindrome. That's kind of nice, it's a palindrome, it's a reverse palindrome. It's the same word spelled backwards on the other strand. So what it does is it cuts it like that. And what it produces is a DNA molecule like this and a DNA molecule like that that's mostly double-stranded but has a four base pair overhang. The overhang reads TTAA here. It reads AATT there. And remember, this is five prime to three prime, five prime to three prime. And uh, there you go. This guy has its little phosphate at the end there. This guy has his little hydroxyl over there. And it cuts it. Now, that is an incredible piece of engineering to come up with a protein, to devise a protein that is able to recognize those six bases and cut at those six bases. And cut in just this way, making a really clean, what we call as an overhang here. So it's, it's this cool five prime overhang. Who do you think invented this cool protein? What engineer came up with this cool protein? MIT engineers. MIT engineers. Yeah. yeah. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> not a chance. This is a really tough feat. This, this is something that can only be done by the smartest engineers on the planet. And MIT engineers are unfortunately only the smartest human engineers on the planet. <laughs> Who came up with this is E. coli. Sorry? Of course you find it somewhere in nature. Almost everything important that we say molecular biologists have come up with, it means molecular biologists sat at the feet of the true masters, bacteria, and learned from the true masters. This protein is found in nature, and it's found in E. coli. In fact, it's found in E. coli strain R, 
And it was the first such protein found in E. coli strain R. So it gets the name E. coli R1. And it cuts the DNA like this. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now, uh, it turns out that E. coli has this E. coli R1. How often does E. coli so, so whenever I take E. coli R1, this protein purified from E. coli, and I add it to DNA, it always cuts at this site, which we call an E. coli R1 site. How frequently do we expect, what's the frequency of E. coli R1 sites? G-A-A-T-T-C. How often will that occur at random? One in? One and two to the sixth? How many letters do I have? Four to the sixth. One and four to the sixth. My frequency should be about one in four to the sixth, which is about what? What's four to the sixth? It's two to the twelfth. That's about 4,000. It's about one in 4,000 letters, one in 4,000 bases. So it's very convenient. One every 4,000 bases, it'll roughly cut. And that, it'll cut it roughly one in 4,000 bases. Why doesn't E. coli cut its own DNA? You know, if this got this protein floating around in its cell, why isn't it chopping up its own DNA? Doesn't have GATTC? Yeah, the problem is it's so frequent. Every four, that'd be really hard to make sure. I mean, E. coli has four million letters in its genome. This should cut every 4,000 bases. You expect about 1,000 such sequences. It might be hard to arrange not to cut, you know, not to have any such sequences. It's a good idea is not to have any, but an alternative, it protects them. It turns out E. coli, instead of avoiding the sequence altogether, has another trick up its sleeve. E. coli protects this sequence whenever it occurs. So it turns out that whenever you have a stretch of the E. coli genome, that has this G-A-A-T-T-C in it, what E. coli does is it puts, I'm just writing M-E here for a methyl group, right, CH3 up there. It puts a methyl group, I'll write CH3. There we go. It puts a methyl group on the A, that middle A. Well, that is um, a cute trick that E. coli uses putting a methyl group there. Um, because what happens is when there's a methyl group right at that position, the enzyme no longer recognizes and no longer cuts there. So that's kind of clever. E. coli makes this protein that can recognize GAATTC, but it has a second protein that puts methyl groups there and um, this protein happens by accident to be called a methylase, right? It has a methylase, and the methylase protects that sequence. So now this is really cool engineering, but kind of dumb. What's it doing there? It has something that cuts the sequence and it protects the sequence. Why bother having this? Yeah? That's an interesting idea. We could use it to cut our DNA and open it up to unravel our true strands. It's a thought, yes. 
Ooh, protect the bacteria from viruses. How do you protect yourself from viruses? Well, you have an immune system with immune cells and antibodies and all that. Does E. coli have an immune system? Why doesn't it have immune cells? Because it's like one cell. How's it going to have an immune system, right? So suppose E. coli gets a cold. Suppose it gets infected by a virus. How's it going to protect itself? Cut at a frequently occurring DNA sequence. Now the virus, of course, isn't methylated there. Bingo. That's how it tells its own. You can tell self from an invader. E. coli can tell self from an invader because it's methylated its own GAATTC sites. But the virus isn't methylated there. Way cool. This is, the immune, this is an immune system for E. coli. Now, it turns out, so this is protection. These restriction enzymes protect E. coli from viruses. Now, it turns out E. coli is not alone in this clever trick. It turns out that other bacteria have also thought of this trick. So it turns out that there is another restriction enzyme that cuts at G, G, sorry, G, G, A, T, C, C. And on the other strand it goes G, G, A, T, C, C. It again cuts in that distinctive pattern, and it's called BAM H1. And there's another guy, and he cuts at A A G C T T, A A G C T T, and it also cuts like that, and it's called Hindi 3. And there's some that cut at G-A-T-C, just a four-letter word. And they cut like that. And there's some that cut at C-A-G-C-T-G, C-A-G-T, C-T-G. And this cuts smack in the middle. In other words, there's a wide number of different tricks. Some cut at six bases, some cut at four bases, some cut at eight bases, some cut leaving an overhang, some cut smack in the middle, some cut leaving the overhang in the other direction, some allow a degenerate base in the middle, it doesn't care which base is in the middle. There's a zillion different solutions that bacteria have come up with for their immune system. And so if I want to cut up some human DNA, all I need is, say, this protein, ECHOR1, or BAMH1, or HINDI3, or MBL1, or PVU2, or et cetera. And I can do that by growing up E. coli and purifying the protein. And if I wanted HINDI3, I would grow up Haemophilus influenza and purify the protein. So in a molecular biology lab today, if you want to cut up human DNA, you could grow up some E. coli and purify ECHOR1, or Haemophilus enzoate. And that is indeed what ancient molecular biologists did 
in prehistoric days, in the 1970s and 1980s. They would purify their own restriction enzymes. They're still alive today. You can talk to them. There are many of them on the faculty. And they'll tell you how it put hair on their chest to be able to purify their own restriction enzymes. Um, what do you do today? You order it online from the catalog, right? You know, there's the catalog, the New England Biolabs catalog. Let's see what we got here. Restriction enzymes, modifying enzymes, polymerases. All right, Echo R1. Sale on Echo R1 right now. $100 buys you 10,000 units of Echo R1. It's in the catalog. You can go online, you can order it, you can have it tomorrow by FedEx. So, but that, that's how it works. It's in the catalog. So you can get any restriction enzyme you want to cut DNA anywhere you want to. 